Hey, welcome everyone to Today in the Scene. This is episode 55, and I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been checking us out, sharing our content, and letting other people know about it. It means the world to us. It helps a lot. And this week, we've got a returning guest. This is someone we spoke to a very long time ago, actually episode four. So we're 51 episodes since then. This is uh, Will Hay from uh, Space Bar Arcade. They're out in Boise, Idaho, and they have like the, this place just looks so cool. It's like a perfect homage to like the old 80s arcade. And it's got a really cool underground vibe. You have to like walk downstairs to go into it. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about it. So here's Will. How you doing? Hey, Joe. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming back on. Um, like I said, it's been 51 episodes and I'm glad that you were able to come back on and we can talk some more. Um, I listened to the episode that we did before recently and there were a lot of things that I wanted to get updates on and see kind of how everything's going for you guys. Um, so I guess the first thing I want to just jump into is tell me a little bit about yourself. Will tell me kind of who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, well, born and raised in Boise, Idaho. Um, I, uh, have been a bartender or been in the service industry my entire life since I was 15. That was my first job. So I'm really kind of on the bar side of things. Although I did, um, I did come up in the arcades and uh, I love playing video games and playing pinball and, and that kind of stuff. But my expertise kind of lies in the uh, other side of things. So um, the restaurant and, uh, and, and entertainment side of things. So um, yeah, I, uh, I used to go to Portland quite a bit and would go to ground control, loved it. And when I saw that there were some local folks opening a bar like that in Boise, uh, and they needed a bar manager. I, I jumped right on it. And um, they basically said, we want to flip you the keys. We want you to run it uh, for us. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to make this thing my huckleberry. And I jumped in and uh, tried to, you know, implement the things I thought would make for a cool bar. And a few years in, probably five years in, I became one of the owners. I bought in. And then uh, a couple years later... I, uh, my, my partner, Zach Rowland and I, uh, purchased the business from the previous owners and we've owned it for the last three years and made quite a few sweeping changes, uh, as far as the, how the bar looks and feels and, uh, and, uh, we're just getting ready. I'm actually standing out in front of the, uh, building that we will be moving into, um, within the year. So, uh, we're about to grow substantially. Um, we're going to, be in a space that's four and a half times bigger than we are uh, now, and we're going to add liquor. Uh, so essentially the same game footprint. We'll have um, pinball, a couple more a couple more games. We like to rotate quite a bit, so it keeps it fresh and keeps people, people coming back and giving them a reason to do that. So uh, we also are into screen printing. We started a print shop when uh, COVID hit to kind of keep some money generating and we'll have a print shop in the back uh, as kind of a gift shop and um, and also a way to keep the thing going when uh, the when the uh, bar is closed. So that's kind of the long and the short of it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I really like to hear that you guys are adapting and changing how you need to. And hearing you're eating a bigger space is always an awesome thing. Because um, I know that you know of a handful of indie games. You've looked into some of them. We've talked a little bit about Collect Battleground. Um, and you already have some there. So just refresh us for anybody that didn't see the first episode about what you guys already have there. And um, I know you have Devout Tournament and then 
there was Harambe Kong, which I feel like you should tell the story of that game again, just so that everybody that hasn't heard it can hear it. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, we've got Devout Tournament, which is an indie cab that uh, some local developers made for us. Um, and then uh, Harambe was built by my business partner, Zach, and his uh, old partner, Tyler. <clears throat> and they, um, they came up with these titles uh, that were kind of, um, you know, hot button issues for, um, for animal rights. And, you know, they didn't believe in keeping animals in zoos. And so they wanted to uh, kind of take an approach to gaming uh, and and um, and games in that manner, and so the first one that they did was called Harambe Kong, which you know makes a lot of sense, and it's uh, we all remember what happened to Harambe, and so in the game are collecting fruit, and there are kids trying to jump into your um, enclosure, and uh, if you touch a kid. Well, the zookeeper comes out and shoots you in the face. So um, that was uh, that was Harambe Kong. It kind of got a little traction. We were trending in Facebook for a little while. And then, uh, you know, it kind of was controversial for some reason. I'm not sure why. It was just based on uh, on real events. And I, you know, I've seen a lot worse in Grand Theft Auto. So <laughs> uh, anyway, it, um, it, it was a fun game. We actually took it off the floor. Um, it's still around in town, but... Uh, there was a falling out between uh, Tyler and Zach. And so uh, we don't have it in the bar anymore, but it's still out there. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's still such a, such a good idea. I think to make that game, I mean, it was the perfect time to make it and why not? I mean, it's, you're not, you're not standing one way or the other. You're just, you're recapping what happened. You know, it's, it's, it's something that happened and you were like, let's just do something with this. Um, So, so with Devout Tournament, I know the last time that we spoke, you were talking about the guys who were working on like new levels. Um, did any of that stuff come through? Uh, you know, they're actually, they're still, so Dean, one of the guys who um, helped program it, what, he kind of got a big person job and he had to kind of bow out a little bit um, from it. Although he's slowing down with his workload and he's uh, with Aaron and they're getting uh, some new levels uh, added to the thing. Aaron, however, he um, hasn't landed a job. And so we wanted to take advantage of his skills. And he is working for Spacebar. And he's done, I'll show you in a little while, but he's done a couple of cool things for us. Uh, he built some uh, some screens. Uh, and it, it's um, kind of like you're looking out into a, uh, a spaceship uh, out into the um, far reaches of space. Um, and so he built the, the program for that and is always uh, updating it. And then he also did a boutique jukebox for us, which is really cool because um, Touchtones kind of has cornered the, uh, the market. And, um, you know, when you go to a dive bar and they've got Touchtones, it's not really a dive bar because you can't really control the music. And so top 40s could be played or, you know, whatever garbage could be played on the jukebox. And we like to be able to control our environment. And we uh, thought, you know, we need to get uh, a jukebox made just for Spacebar so we can curate the list, but have it digital and also have it um, have it uh, touchscreen. So he has with a buddy built this boutique jukebox for us. And um, it's nearly done uh, and we'll be able to, you know, just take a flash drive, upload music. It will 
uh, add the list to the library. It will um, pull up the artwork and uh, give you the um, artist listing, song listing, um, and <clears throat> it'll be uh, it'll be cool. It'll be like a little um, jewel in our crown, I think, for the new place. So we're going to beta test it in the um, old place here shortly, and then uh, we'll move it over once it's dialed into the new place. But Devout, uh, yeah, it, it, they're going to add another le level to it. So. Yeah, I like to hear that they're they're going to be able to kind of add to that a little bit later. And that jukebox sounds awesome, man. Like nothing kills the vibe in an arcade like Cardi B getting played. Like it just it ruins the whole vibe of that kind of throwback retro feel that you want in that arcade. And I love I love the idea of you guys doing that. Um, other than the indies, what do you guys have in there for games, and what do you have? for plans for the future i mean is it the exact same footprint that you're going to have for space for games or are you going to have way more room for games we'll have more room not way more we'll have probably 10 more games uh you know available in there um right now we've got like moon patrol joust Robotron. uh we've got frogger tapper uh sunset riders off-road which isn't working pac-man which isn't currently working Galaga, Ms. Pac-Man, Street Fighter 2, uh, Gorf, Asteroids, um, man, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, That's already such a good list right there. You know, we try and keep the bangers on, uh, you know, the earners, so, uh, because we don't have a very big, a very big um, footprint in the old place, but in the new place, we're hoping to get... Um, Galactic Battleground in there for sure. If we can try and slip it into the old place, uh, we'll do that. I think because off-road is not working, it might go uh, pretty nice right on the corner there. So we're hoping to hook that up with you guys. And then um, we've got Switch and Shoot, which is an indie. Um, and then, yeah, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong 3. We've got uh, Mario in a, um, in a versus cab. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's the majority of it. Yeah, I was really happy to see that you guys got Switch and Shoot. I know I was talking to Dan and you both kind of about like the game's really affordable. It makes a lot of money and it's super fun. I mean, I've I've got it on my PC and I play it, I think, more than most of the other games I have on here. Um, and it's so simple. Um, so you're talking about the idea of moving to a new location. You're expanding more room for games. But you said you're bringing in liquor now. So what what are options going to be there? Are you going to be doing a full bar and like local beers? Are you going to be doing just all craft beers? Kind of what's what's the plan there? Yeah, well, right now we do a lot of craft beers. Um, we try and keep things rotating. We, you know, try and go through a lot of stuff so that people can um, try a lot of stuff because we don't have liquor. And it is, it's difficult. I don't know if people know how difficult it is to not have liquor and be a happening place because um liquor just turns it up uh and we have been thriving uh thankfully with the beer selection that we have and we'll just take that over we'll probably dial it back just a little bit um from 12 taps to eight uh at the new place we'll do craft cocktails ish you know we're not gonna go like um a uh speakeasy or speakeasy or something like that full craft but you know we want to have like a mid-level of um bar going we, we don't want to like pander to the you know real lowbrow um kind of kind of vibe we want to have uh stuff that people aren't just like trying to get really uh inebriated with um we want to have like 
a well thought out bar where people kind of, you know, drink slowly and don't like uh, uh, try and get overserved. And, you know, there's plenty of those kind of bars in downtown Boise. We're trying to be like a uh, cut above of that. So, yeah, um, full bar. And it's something that we're going to, you know, have to um, to really uh, navigate because uh, we don't know how people are going to react to that. Probably it's going to get nuts. So. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good plan. You don't want people getting too drunk at your bar. It's just a pain for you. It's extra stuff that you don't want to deal with. Um, Destruction of property and all that, too, comes with it. So, Right, and cabinets that are not cheap. You don't don't want that stuff broken. Um, So as somebody who spends a lot of time around arcade games and probably obviously has a history with arcade games, what would you rank as your three favorite arcade games of all time? Well, I got to say Tapper, and that was a unicorn, man. I, I was so pleased that we got that one uh, the other the other day. Um, that was kind of one that I had um, uh, eluded me. Um, I, you know, I'm a 90s, like I grew I was born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s. 90s was kind of my wheelhouse. So, you know, I'm about Paperboy, um, and I really like this game called Tubin. Um, I played that one a lot when I was a kid, so. Those are the first three that come to mind. Um, I've only got uh, uh, Tapper right now, and it took me forever to get it. So I'm stoked, but I'm hoping to get the other two uh, one of these days. Yeah, Tapper is a fun one. I mean, that game is that game is awesome. I know uh, one of the members of the Galactic Battleground team, Kelly, just got his own for his basement, and he loves it. He plays it all the time. Um, and I, I can't keep up with him in that. He's he's cheating because he has one, obviously. For sure, um, for sure. But uh, let's let's talk about your screen printing stuff. So you you okay. sent me some gear, like obviously this shirt, which is dope. I wear it all the time. Okay, um, what other stuff are you guys working on, and how how many shirts do you guys have now? Oh, uh, we've got quite a few. Um, we do, uh, you know, anything that kind of comes to mind. Um, we've got a, a space, space Ghost one that we've uh, repopped quite a bit. We've done that uh, Velvet Underground mashup. Um, we've got this one, it's for uh, ladies tank tops, white tank tops, and it looks like the thank you bag, um, just a space bar bunch. Um, we've got a couple of different designs that we've commissioned out, um, that we haven't popped yet, which will be cool. Um, and then we, uh, you know, we do cool stuff for trivia nights. We've been, um, doing trivia nights again. And so for our grand prize winners, we'll, um, just do like some one-off shirts. We just did Seinfeld uh a couple of weeks ago and we uh we came up with like a sonic youth uh slash george costanza mashup and printed those for the winners and then um yeah we got a wes anderson trivia coming up here uh, in august and we're going to do some uh, teas for that as well so um that's kind of it right now um but you know we're hoping to take jobs um from people that um need some gear done you know we're gonna have a stage in the new place and uh, we'll probably have artists, uh, musicians rolling through. And if they need any swag to go, like say they're going up to Portland or down to Salt Lake as their next venue uh, and they need some gear done real quick, you know, we can knock it out for them and, uh, you know, show posters and stuff like that. We're going to try and um, have some fun with it because we won't re- be relying completely on the income that it makes us. And so we'll uh, hopefully be able to... Um, to get a little bit more creative and have a little flexibility and not have to worry about, you know, like the construction workers that need some t-shirts done. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I like the idea of like kind of giving back to the the guys that are, that are coming into play. What's up? Um, <laughs> that was so Wyatt. Can, 
Does Wyatt? Okay. Um, so you're talking about all these bands and everything um, with the new location. What are your what are your plans there? You say you're you're running events. You're gonna have music. Like, is there other stuff that you have planned for, like kind of event nights there? Uh, yeah. You know, we've kind of been kicking around like uh, competitive gaming uh, as far as um, board games go. We've got a buddy. Uh, his name's Jaime, and he's been uh, kind of talking to us about wanting to do uh, a competitive board game night where he comes down and runs this deal where, you know, you put some money in the pot and you play Settlers of Catan or you play uh, Pandemic or you play uh, um, Ticket to Ride, one of those games, and then um, whoever wins takes the pot. And so uh, that's kind of being kicked around as one of the events that we'll be doing. Um, and then, you know, just kind of back to – uh, what we were doing a lot of before, a lot of DJs, a lot of, you know, oddball kind of music and stuff that fits the space and fits the ambiance and just more of it now, I think. Yeah, I mean, I am I would assume, I don't know anything about the Boise music scene, but I would assume you guys have a decent music scene there, kind of local artists coming through, um, trying to get their name out. Yeah, we do, man. We actually have a... Uh, a music festival called tree fort that uh, was obviously um, canceled last year, but we get a lot of the artists. Uh, it's like a week before um, South by Southwest. So it's in March. Um, and we get kind of a lot of those artists uh, on the first leg of their summer festival tours. Uh, it's cold as hell. And uh, it sometimes rains, but the, um, you know, the community gets out, supports it, uh, and we have a lot of things that are associated with Tree Fort Music Festival. So there's a, a beer festival that goes along with it. You know, there's movie festival that goes along with it. Um, there's hack. It's called Hack Fort. So there's, you know, um, there's builders and uh, programmers and stuff that uh, that do things during Tree Fort. So it's a huge deal. It takes down. It takes the, the entire downtown Boise uh, to put it on. And we are a part of that. And we do music. Uh, we've had Mega Ran in and, um, you know, some other hip hop artists uh, usually. And then um, some really dope uh, indie artists as well in there. It's not a very big space, so it's kind of hard. So that's kind of, you know, one of the reasons we were moving to the new place to be able to gain more access to uh, bigger acts and, uh, and give people a better experience for sure in the space. But um, yeah, we've got a great uh, local artist music scene. You know, they've stopped moving so much to Portland and Seattle and San Francisco and Los Angeles and New York and Minneapolis and all the, you know, cool places where uh, people are making music and they're starting to stay here and, um, and make a name for themselves. So it's cool. We like seeing it. We like seeing it blossom. Yeah, you always like to see the, the local scene grow. And I mean, talking about Minneapolis, there's tons of artists that come out of here. I mean, Prince, you know, you gotta love Prince. Oh, yeah. Um, we love Prince. <laughs> who doesn't the but purple one yeah yeah let's let's talk um pitfalls so give us advice anybody that is looking to open up an arcade bar looking to get into that kind of space what are things that they need to avoid from the get-go so that they don't hit them maybe a year or two down the road and like just what how how do you succeed like give them some advice to succeed well i would say you know if you're doing a barcade like we're doing um you definitely have to uh you you can't approach it like an old an old school arcade and that you're a collector and you don't want anybody you know breaking your games um 
because that is not, I mean, you got to be good with the public. You got to be okay with them, you know, touching up your games and having to fix them. Um, it's, it's, you know, endless gremlins are chasing and, you know, the, the, um, <clears throat> the uh, shelf life on these things is limited. I mean, they, they weren't built to last 40 or 50 years. They were built to last maybe 10. And here we are 40 years later, still banging on them. So that technology is getting older. Um, it's getting harder to find and it's coming at a premium. And so um, you're going to have to, you know, know what you're biting off there. And then um, you got to have a good bar program uh, as far as what you're offering people, I think. And um, don't let it, don't let the floor, what's on the floor as far as the, uh, the games or the music or the beers, anything that you're offering in your space, don't let it get stagnant. Like, Every few months, you got to keep it fresh, freshen it up and let people know that, hey, you know, we're doing something different down here to keep them coming back. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, just give them a, 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 an atmosphere that they want to spend time in. Um, we tend to kind of approach our place like a casino. No windows, no clocks, dark, a lot of stimuli. And uh, we want people to hang out and, um, you know, spend their money with us. And uh, and enjoy themselves too. We want people walking out of the bar and going, "Holy cow! Like, what? I I can't believe that just happened." Like I we we want them to come back to real life and be like, "Whoa, that was you know that was an experience." Um, <clears throat> so that's what I try to give people as an experience. Uh, and I would say you know be very thoughtful about um, what you're doing when you're doing it. And uh, don't if you're starting off, you're just starting off. <laughs> don't bite off more than you can chew. I mean, just take it small unless you got a big bankroll and, uh, you know, then, you know, you, the sky's the limit, I guess. But we didn't. And so, you know, we're just getting up to about 10 years in and we're getting ready to move the bar and uh, take some some big steps. But you know, it's been a long walk to get here. And uh, I, I definitely you know, advise people to embrace the journey and, and take it day by day and, and, and you'll get there. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of my advice. Yeah, I mean, that's good advice for really any business in general. You don't want to bite off too much to begin with because then you're going to drown and you don't want to, you know, like get too far ahead of yourself. You want to be smart about it and let the process happen. It's going to take time. It's not going to be one day and you're a millionaire. It's going to take time to build that business and build that that community around it. Um, so you said you were born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s, 90s kind of was your gaming time. Let's yeah. talk games in general. Um, I've got, let's see, favorite console. I'm always curious about that for people that have seen kind of the growth of everything, as well as maybe your three favorite console games ever made. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, I, I got my folks bought me a, um, a Nintendo, an NES, and I really, like, um, I liked it, but I don't know, man. I, I, I played it, but I wasn't super crazy about it i played like kid icarus and uh tmnt and uh you know um gosh city connection was one of the games that i would always rent for some reason i like the racing games i like like rc stuff um and like the uh micro machines with a tiny uh, car racing um rad racer was cool too mike tyson's punch out but i really liked uh, I, I missed completely and i'm sorry to all your viewers 
uh, I missed completely the Super Nintendo. A friend had one, but I never really got into it. 64 was my jam, though. I love, like, WrestleMania um, 2000, like, uh, DX stuff. I loved um, NFL Blitz. I loved um, 007 um, GoldenEye. I loved uh, Mario Kart, Smash. All those were, you know, my jam back in the day. And then I loved Simpsons Hit and Run on the Cube. That was dope. Um, and, and then I kind of lo- I fell out again, and I got back a little bit in PlayStation 1 for Rappa to Rappa. And, like, uh, there was this, like, kind of futuristic jet ski game I played a lot of in college. Uh, PS2, never really played. PS3, I got back into, played a lot of uh, L.A. Noir and Grand Theft Auto and uh, those kind of uh, sandbox uh, games I liked a lot um, on PS3, and, and I haven't um, haven't gone any further except for you know Switch. I'm getting down a little bit on Switch with my daughter now. So um, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, it sounds that those are all such good games. It was funny you were like listing off all the N64 ones, and I was like, got that one, got that one, got that one. Like all the <laughs> classics, you have to have. Like you can't not have some of those games. Um, the only one on my list that you missed was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh yeah, Tony Hawk. Is- yeah. absolute fire it's so much fun Brilliant. and the soundtrack is iconic yeah, i for think sure. For sure. um yeah i mean anything else you want to tell us about the bar any kind of updates that you've got going on or anything plans in the future oh uh, man i don't know i guess check it out check us out on uh you know instagram mostly uh that's where we kind of reside uh at spacebar arcade um across all platforms we're not very active on twitter a little bit on facebook um and then our website's always updated. You can check us out there. And um, the print shop's called Back Alley Print Shop. We don't have really much of a presence yet. Um, we're just still kind of getting it built and, uh, um, you know, taking it day by day with that thing. But, um, yeah, that's that's it. We got, you know, um, a lot of good things coming up uh, in the bar. And I did want to show you guys um, what the bar looks like if you're into it. Yeah, give us a walkthrough. Let us know what's going on. Cool. Uh, is there a way, Joe, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but, um, is there a way that I can flip the camera around, uh, uh, view wise? So you're not staring at me or am I just gonna have to walk backwards? Um, I would think that would probably be on your phone. There might be a button in the corner. Hmm. I don't see it. So we'll just do it like this. Wait a minute. There it is. Is that it? Yep. Okay, I can't see, but I'll see what I can do here. So like I said, you got to go down the stairs, kind of into like an underground vibe. And let's hope Cardi B's not playing. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably going to lose me volume-wise, but these are the boards that Aaron built. And we got, you know, a few pins. Got Mando. Gotta have the snacks. Always ready. Yeah, we're gonna, we got to put our uh, merchandise in there, too, so... So I missed a few. I got NBA Jam, Dig Dug, Centipede. And then we got our crane machine. We got sex toys in there. 
Julie, that's our bar manager. Then we got the gear kind of hanging up behind the bar. When we do these uh, screens, were built uh, custom for us. I don't know if you can see that. So, yeah, man, that's the vibe. Let me show you real quick. Hey, rocking the Indy Arcade Wave hat. So there you go, homie. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we got like a little seating area, a little DJ booth. There's Captain Stu. That's our uh, crew right there. Eugene, a bunch of the pack, uh, posters that we did for our uh, competitions, DJ booth. And then we got like a little, if you got time, we we hacked this Nintendo. So if you do like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. can play some Contra right at the door. Yeah, so we did a little hack job on the Nintendo. We like to put a little Easter eggs in there. So, um, all right, I'll see if I can get back to me. Well, I don't know, Joe. Joe. Hey, we got you back. Sorry about that, homie. No worries, man. Um, yeah, I just, I, that was a really cool tour, seeing everything you guys got down there and that Contra, uh, NES at the end was was dope having the little hack in there. Um, yeah, yeah, that was we we lost you right when you got to the top of the stairs. So I guess just to wrap everything up, I just want you to shout out your social medias, uh, where people can find you, as well as where they can check out the print shop. Okay, cool. Uh, the social media is all at Spacebar Arcade. Uh, we're pretty lively on uh, Instagram, Facebook a little less, Twitter not so much. Um, and then you can find us www.spacebararcade.com and uh, you can uh, find Back Alley Print Shop um, in my back uh, garage, in my garage in my backyard uh, right now. We will have a website um, done up here pretty quick, but I just wanted to give you guys a view of the capital as we uh, get done. Um, so we're that close to... Um, the capital that's that's where we live right now we'll just oh, be one right there yeah it's kind of nice man kind of nice awesome so. well i'm gonna have to come out there uh and visit my my friends tori and danny the ones that kind of put me on to you guys let me know you were there Word. um and uh hopefully i'll be able to make it soon i just want to say thanks for coming on again man like i really appreciate sure, it joe. i'm gonna sure, throw you. all your links in the description so that people can cool. check that out and thanks for uh, Thanks for supporting us, and uh, we love you guys, and uh, we want to get um, Galactic Battleground down here soon. We'll make it work. We'll figure something oh. out. Cool. Uh, but yeah, like I said, links in the description. Uh, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you like what we're doing here at Indie Arcade Wave. And until next time, peace. Peace.